Hello, welcome everyone. We took a break last week, but we are back with a whole new episode. Um, this is Frida, and I'm here with Isabel and Claudette. Velvet had to sit this one out, but we will try to bring you as much humor and realness and insight as possible. Today, we want to talk about the subject of time. We will try to not go too philosophical on this, but we we really are facing the concept of time now more than ever. Even when we count the days that we've been in isolation or the days for it to end or the fact that we're waiting for the clock to hit five o'clock or six so we can log off our work. So even, even losing track of time or what day it is, sometimes we catch ourselves wondering, like, what have I really done all this time? Some of the things that to keep in mind during this whole episode are basically what are we really making the most of our time? How are we investing? How are we wasting it? Or are we really creating meaning of it? Like, is time really a mirror of our lives? That's kind of my starting, my question to start this off. So I really want to discuss with both of you, is there a way that you can best describe what time is for you? <laughs> I think that's a question. It all depends on the scenario you're at. Sometimes time is something you want to go fast and sometimes it's something that you want to like last for much longer than it is. So I, I really don't have a definition of time. I may just think about it as more how I feel about time at that moment. I wouldn't know how to define it. I think I know how to feel time and it has changed throughout my life. When you're young, you have a very different understanding of time and now time is like money time means how much you can produce or time means limited maybe the way I see it right now is like time is a resource that I have that is limited and I need to find a way to make the best out of it I think especially with the quarantine and us coming out of quarantine or going through different phases I feel like it's become clear for me how much routine takes up time and how much time it takes to adjust to a new routine and how how you organize your, your time differently, um, including downtime. So um, especially with the quarantine, moving from being employed to not being employed to being somewhat employed. <laughs> it's been an interesting journey to think about uh, what else I've been doing. And initially I found it pretty daunting to just have nothing to do, but I was like keeping myself entertained. And then a few weeks in, like I was completely okay with like not having a plan and I kept myself very entertained and I created a new routine, but it was kind of that time in between that was, almost uh, like too much time mm -hmm. so it's it's like I think it's it's interesting to consider especially now that we're faced with different um kind of uh we're with 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 having to adjust more rapidly um how um how you kind of play with time and and um how easy you adjust really yeah yeah I mean because It's been maybe in the last few months that I've really sat down and just think like, what is, what is time exactly? Like it is like a physical, it's a physical reality. We see, we 
we literally see time fly by like we see it pass by with every sunrise and every sunset we see it we see the clock ticking we see all this but do we I feel do we really understand the value of it or the power the actual power that a time has and I'm not talking about 30 seconds one hour two hours but just the time that you spent doing whatever it is that you're doing a lot of people just take it for granted they're like oh just another day just another day just another day but if you if you're not conscious about it 10 years can fly by like so quickly and you never really did anything with that time so I really like as I as I mentioned in like in the start like I feel now more than ever that time really is a mirror of our of our lives because it's it translates exactly to our lives really translate exactly what we did with that time that we had so with now with quarantine it's been what two months like a, a good 60 days at least what have we really done other than, yeah, keep your workout routine, keep doing your work like from nine to five or maybe a little bit more, a little bit less. But what have you really done with that time? And I, I feel that it's so easy to waste it. You know what I mean? So it's just so easy to just let it pass by. And I, I think it's time for us to like grab it by the balls type of thing and and say no because time is really the most precious thing that we have it may sound a little bit cliche but you can't buy time it's gonna keep on going regardless you can't stop it you can't move it you you can never get it back either so how are we really investing that that gift or tool or however you want to call it because I feel a lot of people are wasting it during, especially yeah. during quarantine. It's also interesting because I think when we're not in quarantine, we equate time to productivity. So, for example, my days before quarantine were like super packed, like woke up super early, went to the gym, did groceries, went, like went to different, I work at different places, like went into the office and I had time for much more. And now that I'm out, out of that, kind of routine I find myself like doing a few things but it takes a lot more time like my my like I can basically do nothing the whole day but I'm really focused and I'm much more mindful of it as well because it's not as much because I don't have to equate it to productivity it's really just equating to being present and like enjoying it right Mm -hmm. But I've noticed I'm like, oh, my God, some of my lists are like hilarious. And, and <laughs> like, it's like I spent like the day cooking, like a whole day cooking and cleaning. And that's like a lot, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it takes up the whole day. That like has taken like six hours of my life. Um, but, but do you do you enjoy it? Because I think I, the, do, that, the, yeah. I think that that's like, that's think, the, I, that's the key to exactly whatever it is that you do with that time that you have to make it as the quality of it has to be a bit priceless big quality and say yeah I spent six hours cooking but it brought me such joy that you made the best out of that time that you have for sure and I think the hardest part about time is how we relate to procrastination and what we do during procrastination because 
procrastination is the time that we feel most shit about ourselves right yeah. <laughs> like procrastination is where we go into dark holes where we feel terrible where we're like why did we spend six hours on twitter in my case <laughs> i don't have instagram but i can oh my god have you have you tried tiktok have you tried TikTok? No, no. Oh like, my I cannot god! Because, like, for me, social media is such a procrastinator uh, oh that, god. like, I can't can't even begin. Oh yeah, but you built how how long since you closed your Instagram account? I I don't remember, but maybe it's been like a good year, maybe a year. Wow. Yeah. See, yeah, time flies. That's I'm what time you. flies. <laughs> and since, to be honest, my pro- the reason why I quit was because. I was unable to focus, but the time that I use, because I still procrastinate, but now I don't feel anxious when I'm procrastinating. I'm literally like, oh, I'm going to clean another set of fucking dishes. (laughs) I'm going to stare at myself. I'm going to try to read this book. Maybe I should fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that the amount has changed, but with social media, like, it literally made me anxious, and I was like, why am I not as fabulous as all these people? And that's like a different use of time. Yes. What I find interesting is how our concept of time runs in two ways. Like, when you thinking about your career, you're like, want it to go so much faster. You want to learn faster. You want to get to that role that you're looking for it so much faster. And then I think one concept that really makes me aware of time is that my parents are getting older. Mm-hmm. And I, for the first time, see the clock ticking backwards. It's like my time with my parents is limited now. And every year that passes is one year less to that, you know, to that toll. And I think having those two concepts and understanding the time runs in different directions make manage and also like harder to understand and to put meaning to time I, I I did just go philosophical there but but I find that time is so ambiguous and so based on whatever you want at that at that specific moment in time or what you want to achieve like Clara knows me I'm I I try to cram like a gazillion things in one you're a workaholic I'm a, I'm a workaholic and like today I worked out went for two bike rides Went for a run, went shopping, and worked nine hours. Oh, my God. Overachiever. <laughs> no, it's not overachiever. Like, for me, I like to make the best of every single second. And that's why I plan, like, every single second that I have is just like, okay, I have 10 minutes. And I'll, I'll be like, Google, put an alarm for 10 minutes. And I'll try to make my bed in 10 minutes. And like stuff done and then the alarm goes on and I'll like be like, okay, I didn't achieve it. Go to next. And I'll like, so the function that I use the most in my Google is actually alarms because I I time every 10 minutes to do stuff. Oh, wow. (laughs) But it's, it has to do a lot with personality, right? Like some people, for me, time is a bit more of an anxious concept because I'm more of like a person that likes to cram in stuff. And then for some people, it's like they appreciate the concept of having reflection time or like procrastinating. I don't know. I think it's, I actually, I think it, this is a very, a very interesting topic. But one thing that I like to think about time is how, how we got to where we are and how much time it took us to get here and like how proud also that 
is, you know, like you did take your good ass time to build this relationship with yourself and without time to heal or without time to actually make those things happen, you wouldn't be where you're at. And that's where it becomes like super, super valuable. Like how much patience you put into everything during whatever set like I think time also is in cycles right because it also depends what age you're in or where you are and what state of mind you have or what experiences you're building and it also ties up a lot with with who you're spending that time with and I think it's really important and we don't really see this when we're younger but we see it when we're older the importance that certain people have and how that reflects in your directly in your path in your time and it impacts what you're doing so if you have a bad relationship or you have terrible friends and you're surrounded by just negative things then your time as a whole is probably a very negative unproductive inactive time that could that's be very smart either either your, your whole life or a year two ten years so you really need to i feel you really need to tie that the value of time and spending choosing well you know yeah i think time and choosing choosing who you're spending that time with i think it's very important yeah that's that's very true i i haven't thought about it that way even going down to to our age i i feel i as I was saying, like for me, time has been in cycles, but also I, right now I'm, I'm almost 30. I never saw myself as I am now when I was 20 or even 25 or even 26. I felt I had so much time, you know, that everything was so far away, but now I'm almost 30 and I see 40 at the corner of the street. You know what I mean? I feel like time is flying by. I don't know if this is a condition of society that it's you're expected to be certain things or to share certain things, but I feel time is just going by and I'm just yeah. in it for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I feel like time is definitely, well, you know, they say like time is wasted on the young, but even though I think lots of, especially today like we're less strict about at what age you should be per, do it, have achieved different things I think for every age there is also an emotional and experience maybe not exactly at 40 or exactly at 50 but I think there are things like when you talk to like elder folks or when you talk to your grandparents there's so much wisdom right Mm -hmm. and like for every I think we are at an age where like we are starting to look at their things very differently and doesn't mean we have to get married and doesn't mean we have to have like find the one but there, we've like lived a chunk of life. <laughs> We're yeah, the voice yeah. of experience, the yeah, re- voice of like, reason. <laughs> we've like lived like many different experiences. We've come to a point where we've also lost a lot of things. And we've also like gone through probably depression and like gone through like lots of like darker or, or just um different things that it it does add up to wisdom like Mm -hmm. I work for a a program that focuses on mental health and it's really interesting because we have an adult and we have a a youth program and the adult program is much more chill because they've been able to define 
or really manage their mental health because it took them a really long time to understand what works best for them and how they can like flourish and thrive. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. it's kind of similar for for us, like maybe, you know, we don't need to have these strict benchmarks, but I think 30 is a good time. It, it's a good time to reflect, but it's also a good time to acknowledge just how much life we've lived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, trust me, like I, I was in my head when I was 25, I would say, oh, 31, it's so long from, from here. I don't have to worry about adulting. Um, I didn't save money. I wasn't worried about getting married. I thought I would be married probably with a baby on the way. And I would have a bunch of money saved in the, in the bank. None of that is happening, basically. Especially, and now we have a pandemic. So it's just uh, like yeah. I'm nowhere near I thought I would be. But I love it. I love where I am. I am not in a rush to anything. Thank God, like I have a family that doesn't pressure me because I know either in a lot of families it happens or cultures or a lot of families pressure you into certain things because you're a certain, you're a woman of certain age. You don't want to become a spinster or something, but I, I feel very excited for the thirties, but I'm also just coming to, as I said, like the rationalization of how precious this time is and how the difference between having the time and making the time, for the things that matter, for the things that I really want to invest my time in, for the people that I want to invest my time in. I'm like done wasting time. Like even when I would go on dates and I, I was just not down to waste my time. If I wasn't feeling it, I have a drink and I'm out of there. So even with jobs, I don't like it. I'm, I'm quitting. Like I, I, I don't feel I have t- any time to waste when I was 20 I I felt I had time to waste because it's part of the experiences that you're creating. Absolutely. I think one thing that I, I would like to point out with that is that a lot of time is what you make with it, right? So we are in our early 30s and almost 30. And <laughs> even though we might not have the house or the family, we are way more mature than a lot of people in our same age group. And it has to do a lot with what we did with our times. Like we chose to explore ourselves as women. We chose to grow ourselves as independent people. Some people at our age in where I come from in Latin America, they are moving out of their houses when they're age 28. So they're cooking their first Mm -hmm. meal at age 29. And by age 29, yeah. everybody that's sitting in this, in this like, table is, has cooked a million. You know, yeah, for a good meals. 10 years like, now. <laughs> you probably fixed the washroom with something. You probably yeah. like, learn how to do a million, million things. And it's, it, it, it's so valuable that I'm not saying that other people, that it's not valuable for them. Because for them, maybe the value of being with parents to an older age it's it's something that mm-hmm. i for example would it's something i will look back and be like i i wish i would have more time with my parents right or i wish mm-hmm. i had more time with my family but it's also time is it's not a concept that everybody experiences the same and not and not be in time like a minute for one person does not equate the same minute in wisdom 
in, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, yeah, I guess wisdom and maturity and, and growth in, in career for, for God's sake. Some people are with their companies for five years, but if they never work hard to yeah, get but in for a example, position, they stay in the, one, the same one. Yeah, but for example, like the concept that I have now of time, I would have really valued it more if somebody would have pointed it out when I was Absolutely. 20. But probably people did. You just didn't want to see it. Do you, really? Yeah. yeah I'm, pretty sure I'm pretty sure there were people that that did. I think even like in the little things, like maybe savoring things, spending time with your family, like little things that were more about like, can you prioritize this instead? And we were like, no. nah, actually, I have like a messenger text. A, 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 a messenger to. date waiting. I get, like <laughs> drunk in the village in my case. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think there were ways people were communicating, like make time. And I think that's the, that's also like a part that I really, um, that I struggled with for a while for some reason, <laughs> that I was felt really sad that I hadn't spent uh, time with people that, uh, were, were close to me uh, because of my age because I didn't prioritize them that then passed but that's also just like um, yeah like a lot of things are wasted on, on the young right do you think this could be tied in a way of like you know when they say like act to your age is that like like according like to like time like telling you to like act timing? something because that's unreal and it's, I think that's performing but like I think at every age you feel something and there's there's something valuable that comes with that with an age. I I will say I'm actually struggling with that one. With like <laughs> with the accurate age one. Because why? I am so joyous and go so sad and I'm like <laughs> Yes, I do like working. Yes, I'm more focused in my career, but on the back of my mind I'm always like, I just wanna take a year and travel and then I'm like, I'm 31. Shouldn't I be considering like getting married to my amazing boyfriend? Like, what would my boyfriend say when I go when I say like I just want to take a year to explore life and maybe make out with an Australian boy like in a cheesy movie, right? And I, and I was like, maybe I'm watching too much teenage drama on Netflix. Maybe I find but- it hard because I find, especially with older friends that I have that have reached like those specific benchmarks at specific ages, like nothing is ever what it seems and people are not happier. And so I find like time and time again, it means nothing. Yeah. Like I know it's like so many people that um, have like bought the house, that have mm-hmm. had a big wedding, that have had a kid by the time they're 32. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like, life is life. <laughs> like, you're still going to go through ups and downs. You're going to yeah. still have really down times with your partner. You still have to go, you know, you still have to go to therapy. You still yeah. are struggling with a kid. You know, that you, you know, at the end of the day, I think we do is we don't really surrender and we to the uncertainty. Like, we yeah. think we're, we need to be doing more and more. And at the end of the day, it's not going to make sense until you're, like, on your fucking deathbed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's not just, like, we're trying to figure it out. And it's, like, what the hell are we going to figure out? Like, I mean, I don't think you, you need to be conditioned. I really don't think that you need to be conditioned by the, the age that you have. I think 
society in some way has advanced into that. Like, I think that it's okay to be single and not married at 30, 31, 32, even 35. It's okay to have your first kid at 40, 45. Like, whatever is healthy, I think it's okay. It's, it's always a balance, right? I guess the first thing to think about that is like, and what I realized when I had this conversation was recently because I had a little, like a mini breakdown. I was like, am I actually, well, no, I was, I was actually really hilarious. I just like chugged the freaking pastry on myself and I was like, am I acting 30? (laughs) And I I started questioning because you are a victim of your surroundings and you are a result of your surroundings. And a while ago, before Mm -hmm. I moved back to Mexico, my friends were the most fabulous, late 30, early 40, successful, beautiful, married, not kids. I looked up to them and I was like, if I'm 38 and I am that person and I have no kids, I am completely happy, right? And I was like, I almost wanted that. Well, not almost wanted, but I was so happy to be that person, to be that person. Because to this day, I see them and I'm like, God, they are still going to Burning Man and they're like, who cares? They're still partying like crazy. <laughs> they still have this massive like lifestyles that is that they are very young and they dress youthful and they've never actually like m- my friend, she turned 39 and she just chopped her hair and like did it blonde and everybody would be like, why are you acting like that? That's something you do when you're some when you're younger. And for her, she has a very co- different concept of age. But now, my surroundings are completely opposite. I talk mostly to Latin Americans and mostly to Chileans. And Chileans actually, in, in the surroundings that I am, are getting married very young, are having kids very young. And I mean, like, they're 26 and they have kids. And I'm just like, what? And they're almost all married. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. So my my, that's where that question stemmed from is that and I had to realize that that it came from my surroundings and the fact that I was exposed to people that maybe I love and are great and have decided have chosen a life very different to, to mine my older friends traveled the world lived in London for a while lived in Paris for a while then moved to Mech- to Toronto then moved back to Iran and then now they just travel and like they're fabulous and the Chileans are like they graduated, married their their sweetheart, have a great career, but they they were very linearly in their childhood. they did it by the book yeah. type of and, type of thing. But I think I think at the end of the day that's the thing. It's like there is no wrong exactly. or right. Like some people love cramming stuff in, some people love having that time off. But I think comparison takes away like all the pleasure, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I would be, like, very... I, I would not be able to have a busy schedule. Like, I do have a busy schedule. <laughs> but, like, I feel like I don't... I need time in between. I like taking my time. Things like that. And so it's it's just personal. Yes. It's personal. Think, no, and everybody has their, their, their own way of handling time. Yeah. Everybody has their own timing, too. Even if you want to... If you just want to throw it to the universe... The universe has it has it has the time for you, like the exact time of things that you'd never planned, and it, the universe put the law of your life right there, right then, and you met him, and you're like, oh my god, did not even plan for this. Maybe several I, loves, several maybe several loves, maybe a great friendship, maybe 
I don't know. It could be anything, right? But it's it, it's going back like you what you were saying is about like it's a it's a effect of the environment too and the environment that you're choosing. Yeah. Like we were saying. I in think the beginning. one thing that I would add to that is that after I realized this, I was just like, yes, I will take that trip. Yes, I might not kiss the man because I won't. I don't want to do that to my boyfriend. But yes, you have to. At you when you reach an age, it's not about the age. It's about what you want and your biological constrictions, right? <laughs> yeah. And your partner constrictions, or your parents' constriction, or whatever thing that's around you, and you you have to make plans that might not actually you won't go through them but you need to have some sort of plan because that's the one thing we all agree is that time is limited it's this finite resource so it mm-hmm. well from the moment from the moment that you're born it's you're like thinking. timing it's it's ticking yeah. it's ticking like it's it, it's and that we don't see that from a young age that's why maybe like Claudette said, maybe I was told this many times when I was young and I didn't listen. But I, I feel there, there should be a way or an education plan or something to make people more conscious on the actual fact that time is, is not sitting st- still. Like It's going to keep passing us by. And if we don't prioritize it based on what we want... We're, we're wasting our lives on it. What you're describing is like mindfulness and like mindfulness training and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's mindfulness training of now personal. too. But that is, it's being in the now. It's like Because a lot of people time. waste, a lot of people waste so much time and thoughts and effort on thinking, oh, oh, when I'm 30, I'm going to be happy. When I'm 30, I'm going to have, I'm going to be married. When I'm thir- like, you, they throw it so much in the future that they're not really concentrating and building and experiencing on the now so i i feel so it has to be mindfulness but some mindfulness also is like you know like envisioning Mm -hmm. and i feel sometimes you lose what you're having right now definitely yeah i think i think there's a difference between having plans and and being open for changes right um, and I think that's when you make the best of time. It's when you're like, okay, I would like to have this, but as time progresses, maybe let's say you, you're like, I would love to live in the suburbs of this city. Cause that's as much as I know right now. And then you move to London and you realize you want to live in London and this is who you are. And this is the person you are. As long as you keep an idea of, where you want to end and like how you want to feel you can construct your surroundings around that and i think that's one thing we don't see it when you're young is that we have no plans i get there's this analogy it's like how children see time differently than we do and it's like because everything is new for them things are passing so Mm -hmm. like so slow because it's like oh my god new things oh my god new things and for us there's not much novelty. So now things, we're so, it's like this much, faster. it's like a deck Programs. just going faster. Because at the beginning, you're like, oh, it's, and it's about mindfulness. At the end of the day, it's like, oh, there's a heart. is red. I've never seen red. I've never seen a heart. 
that's okay. Putting it in my brain takes mm-hmm. so long because I'm like this tiny little man. And then now it's like, oh, red heart, white, <laughs> you know, a deck. And you just pass it so fast. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're kind of programmed to, to think like that. So just time yeah. becomes a thing yeah. that you do, not a thing that you live in and that you actively think about or build or construct. So I think, I think those are, for me, for, exa- uh, for example, those things are how I'm prioritizing my time through adding value to it, not wasting it, investing every moment that I have in a positive way with either if I feel it, fill it with laughter, with good friendships, with good conversations, with love, um, with hugs, with activity, work, feeling creative. That's how I'm, I'm prioritizing my time. And, and I, I mean, it's something that I, I'm really practicing maybe during the last year, year and a half, just having that mindfulness of time and that tool that we have and that it's slipping away every single night. We have one less day of life. We have one less day, but we have every day a new opportunity as well. So it's kind of going back to what you were saying, Isabel, at the start. It's kind of like a two-way street. Uh, I'm just wondering, just to close it up, do you guys have any tips or how are you guys prioritizing your time? Well, <laughs> since <laughs> I like to cram a gazillion things, um, I, yeah. I just make a lot of lists. I, I make sure I have a list of what I want to accomplish. And I, I tend to do very small goals so that they're achievable. And then after at the end, it, it's an actual methodology. Smaller goals will get you further than bigger goals because they are so much more manageable and you get progress faster. Um, I will have to say that you did say something that stick to me and it's like, I am someone that gets a lot done, but sometimes does not pay attention in the process. And maybe that is something that I should be more focused and mindful of because just because I'm getting so many ticks done and a million things done doesn't mean I paid that much attention to that bike ride. I would have preferred to have paid to have one bike ride but paid way more attention than to have Mm -hmm. two and I guess depends what you want to achieve with time that would be my first Mm -hmm. suggestion figure out what you want to achieve and create a list around that and make sure you take it out so that you know and you see progress in yourself and you can congratulate yourself for having done what you did for yourself with a with a very decided projection of what you wanted from it um i think my tip would be uh my tip would be to go off social media <laughs> so try to go off no i am not <laughs> i am not supporting that <laughs> go off, like, the thing that you check the most go off it for like a week and see how you feel and I think you have so much more time. Like and you, you will do something more valuable, I guess. That's what yeah, that's your but case. Also, you stop consuming content that's not relevant to your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you're choosing. I think yeah. We can whatever whenever we leave this conversation. That's one important thing that we whatever we put into our time, let it be something that will let you or allow you to be more open in other things that are more valuable. Yeah, because most of our time is consumed online. And so most of the Mm -hmm. things we consume online Mm -hmm. is very specific. I think to touch on that really fast is that 
our our life right now and how we consume information and entertainment is so based on doing very surface level tidbits and if we continue like that we will never find actual context and depth so i took the time and i started unfollowing everybody that didn't feed me something positive that anyone that spiked up for whatever reason a little bit of insecurity or jealousy or just something negative I, I try to identify it. Like, why am I feeling jealous? Why am I feeling negative? So in my head, I kind of wrote it down and said, these are some of the issues that I will, cur- will have to work on it after. But I just started unfollowing. Unfollow- I took the time. I took a good two hours and follow, unfollow, unfollow. So anything that I go, because I don't want to go off social media. So I tried to tailor it as much as possible to, to something that would bring me joy and value not anything else but that being said uh, i think it's gonna be time to wrap it up thank you ladies for joining us joining me in another episode about time i think we got a little bit philosophical i don't know maybe anyways uh thank you everyone for listening and don't forget to follow us on instagram at let's get pleasy and we will see you thank next you week. ciao